Hey, all you Trek Live crew members, this is Trek Live Dan. Just wanted to say thank you for dropping by the podcast feed. Just a friendly reminder that this podcast is recorded live first on our YouTube channel, so definitely um, stop on by to join the discussion. Without further ado, enjoy the show. And we're live for episode 167, right? 167. Yep, 167. Of Trek Live. Uh, how you doing, Sporting Dan? <clears throat> doing great. Excited, as always, to talk, talk Star Trek can't wait yeah same here uh great to be back it's two weeks in a row of good old traditional trek live content after a few weeks away in april um and yeah this is an exciting topic uh we're going to talk about runs of episodes which is really you can kind of go anywhere uh runs of really successful favorite episodes where it feels like the show is like humming on all cylinders maybe weak points along the way um this is all kind of spurred by a thing i said i think on trek live was it last week yeah it was last week um, we, were, we were talking about our um rewatch right? rewatches and uh you were talking about season two of, of voyager i think and how you yeah. hadn't seen a, a a good episode in a long time, and it got us thinking about runs of episodes. So I like how you put it, though. You put it um, great and less great in your tweet. So this, this is we're gonna be talking about some some faults. Um, obviously, some we are usually positive here at Track Live, but there's gonna be some faults. But I think there is also some uh, positives to find in the less great runs of episodes as well. And the other thing that I would personally uh, couch this with, or even in these less great runs of episodes including Voyager Season 2 beginning of that, which is what kind of sparked all this. Uh, the vast majority of these episodes aren't like awful. I wouldn't I wouldn't say like that any of the runs that might edge into that less great territory are just loaded with, you know, terrible, awful hours of Star Trek. There might be one or two spurred, you know, spurred throughout <laughs> yeah. uh, a, a tough run, but what I have found over the years of doing this and watching Star Trek um, is that these these lesser runs are kind of made up by episodes that are just okay. Like they're they're yeah. they're run of the mill. You know, okay in a vacuum. They're run of the mill. There's nothing maybe special or spectacular about them, but they're perfectly watchable in a lot of cases. And if you're a Star Trek fan, you could do a lot worse. They just might not knock your socks off. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I think that's an important caveat to throw out there that, you know, uh, just because a run might be deemed, ah, this isn't so great. It's not because it's it's 10 Fs in a row or seven D pluses with a few Cs. And like, it's yeah. what it is, is it's maybe a lack of A's and B pluses. Just lackluster. Things in that yeah. range. Yeah. Yeah, right. Exactly. So, uh, but I am eager to kind of balance this out with, really great runs of episodes too, uh, high points. Um, and one of the things that kind of made me think of even mentioning the uh, lesser run at the beginning of Voyager season two was I think you had said um, a little while back, kind of where I am right now in that early part of season four of Deep Space Nine. I think at one point you dropped a line about how it was humming along. And that really was going to be my first run. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. So, um, sorry to drop that, but that's that's something that you said that kind of had me thinking about really good runs of episodes. Uh, so we're going to talk about that too. So yeah. yeah, yeah. The other thing I would throw out there really quick, kind of right off the top, is I would encourage everybody to check out Trek Ranks episode eighty. Oh yeah, 
which is a little bit of a similar topic. Yeah. I, I got to be a guest on that particular episode of Trek Ranks, and it was runs of five episodes. So that was like a really specific uh, amount of episodes that we had to go looking for. Um, this this is less defined. This could be kind of any period of time. You know, the, the Voyager run that I have in mind that kind of spurred this is like 10 episodes. So, uh, but if you if you like this kind of way of thinking about Star Trek and you're interested in exploring more about um, you know, runs of episodes, I would encourage you to head over to Trek Ranks, go into the backlog a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, the host, Jim, myself, and Matt Hansen, who you can find on Twitter as well. Uh, Great lesson. Looking at yeah, runs of episodes, so runs of five episodes. And it was, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. But before we get into that, um, I'll, right off the bat, I'll tell you, I have very nothing to report. I, I This is a busy oh, week. Uh, okay. I haven't watched any since the last time we did Trek Live, so um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give a hard pass on my rewatch recap myself. But okay. I have a feeling you've done a little more than that. I've done so. I've done two episodes, but I could talk okay. a lot or not a lot, but a, a significant amount about both of them. Um, first one, first one I watched, uh, The Darkness and the Light. I like this episode because yes, the the villain behind this whole thing. Um, does feel a little bit one-dimensional, but I think that dimension kind of shed some light, uh, kind of pun intended, on one of our people that we consider the good guys, and kind of has puts her in this moral dilemma of okay, was was it really who was was it nobody was the good guys in this whole kind of whole thing, and it does what Deep Space Deep Space Nine does best in building off of yeah what what came before and 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 kind of. Ex- Explored the the backstory of the war and things with that, but um, yeah, it can get very dark as well because at the end, yeah, he's gonna cut out the baby because yeah, it's just mm-hmm. yeah, pretty rough stuff. So yeah, um, the begotten I think is uh, the next. Yeah, 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 yep. Yeah, um, that one I really like the Odo stuff, um, the alternate. Um, uh, was the other Dr. Mora episode, I think. And I'm not too hot on that one. Um, yeah. I don't think it's as good as this one. Um, I really like this because it, it kind of um, gives a little bit kind of similarities to Voyager episode, the uh, real life, I think, with Doctor and his family. And, and he goes through a really hard and difficult time. Uh, yeah. This one is—it's not as hard and, and tough to watch, um, but it, it's um, just kind of a um, fun, really family episode. Um, I really do like the uh, the stuff with um, Odo and, and Doctor Mora, which um, yeah, so it's definitely a good watch. Um, I think um, so. Yeah, those are my two episodes. Those are my two quick thoughts on those two episodes. Bill has any thoughts? Um... Yeah, real quick, I'll just say the darkness in the light. I think you nailed it right on the head. I agree with you that uh, that Cardassian character, the, the adversary of the week, is uh, a little one-dimensional, um, yeah. but a little over the top. But I do, I agree with you. I think the, the successful thing about that episode is that it does put the shoe on the other foot a little bit. It does make Kira question the, like you said, the the moral high ground that she yeah. kind of 
uh, seizes. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and I think we all would agree as viewers of the show and because of the historical parallels that it draws that the Bajorans probably do have the moral high ground in a lot of ways. But it, 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 it throws some complexity into that whole equation. Yeah. Um, they don't get a free pass. They did some terrible no, things yeah. as well. Yeah. Exactly. And I think it, it just adds layers of like these are people living these lives and uh you know it's not just you know flags moving around on a map and you know and 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 you know names yeah. of battles and things like that like things that you know if you study history and things like that things you have to resist against like just kind of looking at it on the surface and Mm-hmm. looking at dates and names and things like that. I mean, these are people who live these lives and suffered consequences of, um, you know, actions from both sides and everything. So, yeah, I, I think, I think it's, it's a successful episode for Kira and to, you know, throw some new notes onto the Bajoran occupation and, uh, making that all, making us reassess our, our own feelings about things like that. And then, uh, the begotten, I think you nailed it. I think it, it does some interesting things for Odo, um, I, you know, I remember at the time feeling like, you know, Broken Link does something so kind of earth shattering to Odo, making him solid. Yeah. And I think at the time, it, this kind of felt like a, a little quicker of a reset than people were kind of hoping for. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, you know, I, I speaking for myself, at least even back in the late 90s when I was a young kid, really uh, not even a teenager yet, I felt like, oh, we're really already uh, sending him back to like his status quo. Yeah. Um, but I, I think, you know, it, with hindsight and looking at the show as a whole, it doesn't bother me as much anymore. It's just an interesting little thing that I remember feeling in 97 or whatever this was yeah. um, in real time. Uh, and it's it, it also is the kind of culmination of the Kira uh, surrogate yeah. mother kind of storyline with, uh, you know, Kiryoshi O'Brien. Um, it, so a lot of big things happening in that episode. Um and I agree with you. It's far superior to the uh, alternate. <laughs> yeah. You're talking like Odo family reunion. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I think we should get right into the topic at hand. Yeah. Let's um, do it. Hopefully, I'm, I'm sure next week, next weekend won't be the NFL draft, so I'll have more, uh, more uh, Star Trek <laughs> yeah. rewatch content. Been busy to share. Coming off sure. Oscars <laughs> and uh, um, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, NFL draft for sure. Yeah. Yeah, busy times for me for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to getting <laughs> back into the into the grind of the, the rewatch. Um, but you know, you kind of alluded to you have one on the tip of your tongue to, to kind of want to talk about good banded and different. Uh, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on uh, the, the the one that had you you know eager to talk about this topic. Uh, which it is just because of the recency. It is season four of Deep Space Nine, and mm-hmm. we can talk about it. Um, I feel like we talked about it a lot. It is a great run. I just want to read you the episodes though, so people can I can paint you guys a picture. Sure. Of, of what episodes are coming and and just this run so and i'm curious to hear when it stops like where do you stop and where does it get a little it, like, I got, it's, I'm, it's I'm tough. curious like how far it is tough. <laughs> um so first episode the way the warrior um i mean just all-time classic obviously um sons of moog maybe your mileage may vary at the ending but i think it's a solid episode the visitor hippocratic oath indiscretion Rejoined, Starship Down, Little Green Men, Sort of Kalis, Arman Bashir, Homefront, Paradise Lost, the kind of two-parter, but not two-parter, but kind of same storyline. Um, 
and then Crossfire and Return to Grace. Um, maybe a little bit shakier, you know, coming off this run. But and then Bar Association, Ascension, Rules of Engagement, Hard Time. I mean, this this it's just I I'll stop here. But I mean, it's just if we're talking about how I would kind of <laughs> a um, I kind of. I'll use your letter grades, Bill. I would say, if anything, below maybe <clears throat> C plus or B minus, I would consider maybe less great, maybe middle of the road stuff. But I can't find one of those in these runs, run of episodes. So that for me is probably one of the greatest, greatest runs in Star Trek, whether it's you know B B to B plus or higher. We're talking right. about here. I think this is that fits that bill. So. Um, yeah, sorry, but I just we just no, I just I want to try to just let people know, and then people forget how great this this run of episodes is. Just um, yeah. which I which I forgot coming into the this season, I forgot. Yeah, I think I think you could definitely make a case that this is even for folks who like you just that's like twenty episodes. That's yeah, like the first sorry, <laughs> I didn't mean I to go that far, but no, it that's, just, that's it just kept, yeah. I think that expo- that that illustrates like how wide that run is, and even if somebody could poke a hole or two in there and say, you know, maybe somebody pokes in and says, yeah, I really don't like Sons of Moog, or you know, I'm I'm not a fan of uh, Bar Association. Even just finding one or two in that run, um, that's that's a lot of episodes that I think, like you said, I, I have to think like on average. You're you're gonna you're gonna have episodes that like grade out to like on average a B mm-hmm. or, or better yeah. uh, in that in that run. Uh, the vast majority of them, I think that's definitely one of the more extended runs of of hits. Um, you know, I'm I'm less high on Sons of Moog myself. Uh, it's probably my least favorite episode in that bunch. Um, maybe a little less high on sort of Kalos too yeah. than you. Um, I'm very eager to get there myself yeah. and, and look at that again. It's coming up really soon uh, with, with hopefully some fresh eyes, but I've, I've had a mixed experience with that one. But even even with those two being less successful for me, I, I would agree with you. I, I think that's you know, m- maybe one of the high points in, in all of it. Yeah. There's really not, even those two episodes for me, they're not, they're not like the downright stinkers. Maybe Sons of Moog is. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm a little tougher on that. But even that, just one, just one. Yeah. Is, is, talking is one in twenty episodes. Twenty episodes. Like, that's. Yeah, and if, if you were playing the Trek Live drinking game and watching a whole lot of Trek Live over the course of a night, you would one way you could do that would be to to you know take a shot every time you hear us talk about the the Swiss Army knife. And I feel like the the, the risks the risks of yeah. the Swiss Army knife are. With the 26 episode season, you're inevitably going to have highs and lows. Some are going to really work, some are not. Your mileage may vary on some of these genres and story types and these approaches to, to, to storytelling. And when you get 20 episodes like that in a run, where there's very little variance, um, that's that's pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Um... Yeah, because that's the thing. In, in my mind, and I think that a run, a great run, can have one or two. Um, I think you said it perfectly. When at least, yeah, um, you know, in in this kind of era where the seasons are longer and and things like that, I think um, you're going to get one or two stinkers. I think, 
maybe more. But, yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. I think it's unfair. And I think on the flip side of that, the one that sparked my interest in having this conversation with beginning of season two of Voyager. Um, audio is popping into my headphones. Oh, okay. Don't know why. I honestly have no idea where it's coming from. I got it. I know what okay, I did. Okay. Cool. Apologies for that. Little tech <laughs> uh, headache coming in there. Um, so uh, something that I would throw out there for Voyager season two, at the beginning of that season, is it's not entirely like I'm not I'm not feeling this way because they're all bad or they're all mediocre. There's projections in that run, which I yeah. really like a lot. Very high. I like initiations. Okay. I think that's like a B minus for me. So in, if, if there can be a B plus in that run that has me thinking, man, it might be my, my weak point in terms of runs of episodes, then, you know, a, a run like that for deep space nine, even if you can find a C in that mm-hmm. 20 episode run is, you know, perfectly valid. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but to, to go into that, the, the Voyager Season 2, uh, I kind of mentioned it last week a little bit, so I won't spend a whole lot of time on it, but the 37s, Initiations, Projections, Elogium, Non Sequitur, Twisted, Parturition, Persistence of Vision, Tattoo, Oof. and Cold Fire yeah. would be the run of 10 uh, that I'm a little cool on. There are a lot of they're okay episodes in that run for me. I'm okay with non sequitur i'm okay with uh cold fire and even like the 37s there's some things in these episodes that i that i like but i don't know that i wholeheartedly endorse them either i I find them to be mixed bags um are there any in that run that you would hear out and like when i rattle off those episodes that you go wow i really like that one um i'm i'm (laughs) i'm i'm i like the 37s a little bit more um but yeah a lot a lot of these are really middle of the road episodes and the thing that i kind of want to point out is that and maybe i guess it's kind of what you already said but um just like there are uh one or two stinkers in uh, maybe the Deep Space Nine season we mentioned. Um, there are there is going to be one or two that are that are are definitely um, a little bit higher. Um, but the thing that I've kind of noticing here, at least, <clears throat> um, maybe it's just me, maybe it's just this this season. But uh, does it at the does the run at the beginning of the season make a difference? Or does it really matter? Because uh, the two examples we had just used, it's the start of season four and then also the start of season two of Voyager. So um, maybe that for me is is kind of um, plays a factor into it. I know when I go into a new season, I'm expecting really big things. Usually with the premiere, we, we do some big things. Right. Um, this uh, run does feel really uh, middle of the road to me. Um, so, yeah. I, I, I think when I, when I think of other seasons, in most cases, I think they tend to start out okay. I think a lot of times those, okay. those opening handful of episodes in my own mind, and maybe that's what draws me to this. And the other thing that I just realized is these two seasons were running concurrently. 
So when I do my rewatch, the way I'm watching okay. them, these are the two seasons that are like yeah. going hand in hand. And I'm flipping back and forth from. So does that? There's a distinctive play factor. <laughs> it probably does. Yeah. It probably does. Well, Deep Space Nine is really feeling its footing and mm-hmm. running on all cylinders. Voyager's kind of stumbling a little bit, I think, um, find, finding its footing. So that might you know draw some more attention to it. But yeah. The way I watch it might be why it, it stands out even more so for me. But like when I think of the beginning of season four of Voyager, to kind of think of like the season fours, uh, I think that kind of that's got like Scorpion and the Gift and yeah. Dave Honor. And I got a your f- not too far off examples too. Okay, yeah, yeah. you can finish. Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 like just just thinking of those like opening episodes of a season. I think usually seasons come out of the bat, uh, come out of the box. You know, what about season seven of, of TNG? That's an, that's a and what about runs there? A, a, a season three, <laughs> season three of TOS as well. The start right. of that. <laughs> that that starts rough with you can't. I could not put that into a like. There are episodes I like in the first chunk of season three of TOS. There's there's Enterprise Incident. There's Spectre of the Gun. There's Day of the Dove. But it's but impossible we, to like. It's got. Spock Brandon and Children's <laughs> Chat Lead. So I can't, I, I'm not going to put that in like a, oh man, this is a great run. Yeah. There's too many like real bad uh, bottom of the barrel episodes for me to, to okay. you know, put it into a conversation like that. So yeah, you're right. That's that's an example of one that maybe doesn't start so hot. Same with season seven of TNG. I think that takes a little bit. It's in, inconsistent as a whole, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's more similar to, uh, the Voyager run because I think a lot of these episodes at least for what I remember um, just middle of the road for me like I I, I, I do enjoy the Pegasus um, Laura yeah. Dex is up there but then you've got um, episodes like Sub Rosa and That's Masks and um, yep. I mean yeah so yeah, that's like when I think of runs of episodes, that that's a season that I have a hard time like fitting into either camp because you, you have such a yeah. mix there. You have like in, in a pool of five or six episodes, you get the Pegasus and Parallels and Lower Decks are kind of right there. But then right surrounding it are Masks and Sub Rosa. And yeah. So then it's, it's hard to like define it either way. It's just mm-hmm. ups and downs as opposed to like a, a, a run of either type. Yeah. What about... Um... Uh, so the way I went about this, just kind of behind the scenes through the week, I was like, how am I, okay. To, to find runs of bad and good episodes, I'll find good episodes that I really like and episodes that I really don't and see what's around. So, um, Mm -hmm. the next thing that kind of came to mind was season one of TNG. Yeah, um, I know there are a few episodes that I'm okay with, maybe you know C, C plus, B minus things. But other than that, it's either really middle of the road kind of types of episodes, or it's just like the bottom of the barrel, the worst, the worst Star Trek episodes. On the other side, um, I think there's a great season five run of Voyager that I really like as well. Um, I'll maybe bring up those episodes uh, real sure. fast here. I definitely have. Uh, there's there's a run in season five that I remember talking about on Trek Ranks, and uh, I don't remember if I picked it, but somebody picked it. I remember, and and, and that season stands out to me because there are a couple different points that mm-hmm. you can you could start at and have a little run of pretty high quality 
episodes. But real quick, I'll just digress while you're kind of looking and putting that together. Season one of TNG is the one that gives me pause about making a declarative statement about Voyager season two uh, being the toughest because the beginning of season one of TNG, once you're through Encounter at Farpoint and you get to The Naked Now and Code of Honor and the last outfit. <laughs> Where no, no one has gone before, I think, is actually pretty good. Yeah. And then Lonely Among Us, Justice, you know, the battle, IQ, uh. Haven. Like, there's some pretty rough stuff there to, to start out. The thing that gives me pause about the whole thing is, like, do I forgive that a little bit? That's such a... Outlier. That's that's different. It's an outlier. It's, like, the first of it coming back, and it's 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 a little different than... Is that the less? Is that the less? That is that the less? The like I don't know how to put it. I don't want to say the worst because I hate, I want to try to spin as possibly as possible. But is that the, the least great? The least great, yeah. Pro- probably. I, I think that's got that's got the that's got lower low points than that first ten episodes of Voyager season two, uh, and it's got. Nothing in that run is as good as projections is. Like I like yeah. where no one has gone before pretty good. I yeah. think that's 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 a pretty solid early episode of TNG that I think is like the first time TNG kinda like flexes its muscles a little bit and mm-hmm. shows you what it can do. Uh, but it, it's it's not as good as projections. So yeah. It's it is it, for me, I, I would take back my statement from the other day and say, What am I talking about? It's the beginning of season one of TNG. If I'm being Objective about my own subjective views. Okay. <laughs> if, if, uh, but I forgive it more because it's where it is as the, the Star Trek returning, as opposed to Voyager season two, which is kind of Star Trek running as a well-oiled machine at that yeah. point. Yeah. So, what are you looking at with season five? Uh, it's tough there's because there is a run. Um, I mean, you could start with Night and Drone. Um, I think it's just it's really those two are, are pretty good. Um, I would start at maybe Timeless and go Infinite yeah. Regress, Nothing Human, Thirty Days, Counterpoint, Latent Image. People not, might not like Bright of Chaotica. I really do. Um, mm-hmm. Gravity Blil in Bliss maybe kind of kind of falls into the middle of the road at least for me but um yeah i just think that run is is pretty solid i mean obviously there's there's some maybe some outliers maybe some middle of the road stuff but i think there's some also really good solid episodes that make it um a really good run i think see i think i think everything you just named i think if you start after once upon a time and you start with timeless uh I could go all the way to the disease before I'd give a thumbs down myself. Like, I think they're all B minus or better. So that would be a really long, extensive yeah. run of, you know, infinite regress might be a C plus yeah. or a B minus. Yeah. That's like right on the bubble. Yeah. Uh, that's, but that's the low point in that run. And that's how many episodes is that timeless to dark frontier? That's gotta be like, six to, um, that's yeah, like 10. If we're going to the yeah. disease and if we take out latent image, um, nine or ten episodes. That's that's a pretty good run. <laughs> that's a pretty good run. Yeah. That's 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 not. There's not a stinker in that bunch for me. Yeah. And so that's that's probably up there for me mm-hmm. as like consistently running on all cylinders. Yeah. Um, what do you think? This may ruffle some feathers. Sure. Less great for me might be TNG movies. Oh, okay. Um, I'm trying to think a little bit outside the box. I think 
this would be more of like a middle of the road type of run for me. Um, sure. Obviously, there there's there is an outlier for me, um, but other than that, maybe it might be kind of more on the the the, the season two of Voyager, where it's like just kind of sure. middle of the road. They're okay, at least for me. Yeah, I mean, I think that's fair. I I don't maybe just because of the low number like the one out of four hit rate of great um yeah i, I can see it i can see it i you know and if if i think you're probably just based on what i i know about i think what my understanding of both of our tastes i think you're probably a little less high on like generations than i am and you might even be a little less high on insurrection than i am yeah um uh, and I'm not a huge fan of Nemesis, so I can I can certainly. And I don't think you are either. I mean, I, I mean, how would you how would you stack those movies? Just out of curiosity, like obviously, First Contact, I'm guessing would be your one. But if you had to stack one to four, I know uh, I, 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 I put you on the spot with the ranking all the time. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm genuinely curious. I think it would be. Uh... Insurrection four. Um, oh wow. Okay. No, no, no. Sorry. Um, I don't. It's tough to. Uh, what's What's the weakest of them, in your mind? It's tough because I I. I'm such a middle on the middle of the road on all three of the, the at least the <laughs> lower three. Um, <laughs> But there's stuff in generations that I, again, this this kind of goes back to the to the um, kind of point they were making before. Like I can find positives in generations where I'm kind of less hot on, um, but there's things that I like. Um, <laughs> I think I don't know. It's tough. <laughs> you don't, you don't have to, if we're talking I, about maybe fresh in your mind. Yeah. If we're, yeah. Again, I haven't seen him in a, uh, a definitely a good bit, but um, maybe to kind of open it up a little bit more. If we're talking run of just films in general, I think it's more positive. I know there's there are some outliers, um, like Star Trek Five, and 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 you know maybe people think of the motion picture maybe as one, but. I think other than that, it's definitely a solid run of, of, of movies, I guess, if we're talking kind of the ratio of positive to less positive or great to less great. I think it's, a, it's higher yeah. on that. So, I think your mileage, of course, is going to vary. You know, Star Trek movies are a polarizing thing, you know, just on the, on the grounds of like yeah. people's, people's hot and coldness on like the Kelvin timeline. Maybe some people are really high on them. Some people are less same thing with the TNG movies. You know, I think you'll find a variance of opinion there. Mm-hmm. Some people really love Generation. Some people really love Insurrection, uh, and and have that higher. Uh, so I think opinions really run hot and cold on those movies. I think uh, TOS movies, you'll you'll find people who are forgiving of all six of them and find things to love about all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I um, and just back to your point about the the ranking of the TNG films. I just haven't seen them as recent as as the other ones and i don't want to like if i'm mm-hmm. going to give a rank i don't want to just sure. kind of phone it in i want it, to, it be able, to be able to be fresh in my mind so um yeah i understand that but just overall in general i i'm uh more middle of the road on those guys except for, for first contact obviously but 
Right. Stress 3K is in the YouTube room and says, honestly, I tend to enjoy the series on a whole way more than the movies. Maybe Khan, Voyage Home, The Whales, and the first Kelvin uh, being above par. And I think you'll find people like that, too, who yeah. think of Star Trek primarily as a TV thing and the movies are kind of interesting asides. Yeah. It just depends on taste. And that's, that's of course, the kind of underlying rule with this conversation from the foundational level this is completely subjective and um yes very much so. yeah it's it's it, everybody's gonna have their own way of looking at these things mm-hmm. um one of the things that i struggled with a lot uh with uh, the track ranks episode when i did that uh was you know sometimes i would especially looking for five episodes when i did that I remember picking Deja Q to the offspring and forgiving a matter of perspective, which I don't care for because okay. there was like a week, there was yeah. a weak point in that run, but I, I kind of did it on the grounds that it was like an interesting misfire. Like I didn't, it's not an episode that I like mm-hmm. very much, but at least it tries to do something interesting and it's not a cookie cutter kind of episode. Um, you know, there's, there's some ambition there. There's an interesting concept there. Maybe it's, uh, so, do you, when you think about this, do you hardline it and say there's a bad episode in there and throw it out, or are you willing to forgive maybe an interesting misfire and yeah, I, kind of roll with it? Because one one ruffle in the in the in the run again, location uh, matters. Obviously, I will. I am willing to forgive, but I think, um, and I think hearing just interviews from writers and showrunners that um, I, I think it's important to experiment and kind of swing for the fences because um, and, and I you could use a couple of examples but they've said like writers have said like oh I thought that was gonna bomb and it turns out to be an absolute classic so um, I'm I'm more forgiving on just one or two episodes in a run just because um, it's a na- it's the nature of the beast when you're talking about 20 something episodes there's gonna be one that just doesn't yeah. land but the thing is that's that's my opinion though if if but it, it could land for someone else so that's that's yeah. kind of the tough thing um, uh, in that. Uh, another kind of run that I will kind of talk is there a, is there a season in Enterprise? I'm trying to be able to hit as many kind of series. Um, there, there's a couple. Is there a season? I I think season two maybe comes to me comes to mind for me. Um, On the positive or the negative? Uh, I think it might be. There's both, I think, in that season. Oh, it is. I'm looking at it. There, it is both. Um, I think it starts pretty well. Starts really good, actually. Shockwave, Carbon Creek, Minefield, Dead Stop. I think is a really good run, even if you double back into the end of season one, like Shockwave Part One. Yeah. The the two part uh, season one cliffhanger into season two, and then the first handful of episodes of season two. I think season two of Enterprise starts off really like, good, actually. Pumping now bangers like really good episodes yeah uh the but like right off those heels when you get to a night in sick bay which is polarizing some people I, we know people who really like it we know people who hate it yeah. um but once you get to that point i think that's the problem that's that's kind of another rival of maybe that early se- season one tng season two voyagers <laughs> early yeah. run where you get like look at honestly if, from what you can remember it started a night in sick bay Go down and what's what's find episodes in that run that you are like <laughs> yes thumbs up and there might be some there's there's some for me that I would edge that way on there's some um, I, I I'm I'm thumbs up on the catwalk um, catwalk yeah um maybe the communicator yeah uh, 
uh, I think Judgment. Um, there's some good stuff at the at the back end uh, of this season. But yeah, in that middle, it's yeah. uh, it's definitely tough tough go for sure. Yeah, for me, I think it's a night in sick bay to dawn because I like stigma. I like ceasefire. I like future tense. I think at that point it starts to rev up again a little bit. Yeah. But that, that particular run, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a little softer on the catwalk. I can go thumbs up there. I'm, I'm okay with the communicator. I'm even a little okay. I'm mixed on singularity, but there's things in that I really like. Um, but it's, it's pretty tough. I mean, there's not a lot of like totally enthusiastic. Yes. Episodes yeah. in that in that run. Once you're through dead stop, and you're not going to find one for a while. I, I'm not going to find one for a while. I don't want to put words in anybody anybody's mouth. Yeah. Um, but that's that's another one that would rival um, the Voyager one. Those other two for me, yeah. uh, and it's even. I think maybe it's even more painful because it's that like you're just saying right off. It's it's coming right off the heels of a really hot run. Yeah, I know. Of episodes. I think dead stop is freaking great. That's 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 a that's a classic episode of Star Trek to me. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of Enterprise's best yeah. and I really love Carbon Creek too yeah that's that's, solid that's that Swiss Army Knife kind of definitely each each episode feels really different but it's very good. oh yeah um, but then just off the off those heels it just uh, takes a turn yeah For they're sure. ambitious too at the beginning of season two like mm-hmm. Carbon Creek is such a weird little aside like this whimsical oh, yeah. like flashback kind of story that mostly does not even use our main characters it's yeah it's powered by a, you know a guest actor uh for the most part and then minefield is you know really you know uh trying to be ambitious with the the special effects of putting two characters on the hull of the ship and mm-hmm. you know with ev suits and no gravity like they're they're doing some Big interesting yeah. big swings yeah like there i think that's enterprise like really humming like, and then i think even a night in sick bay that's one that i always kind of think of as like a it's an interesting failure to me because it's so distinctive and so different and it's so embracing of we're going comedy we're going we're like we're, we're, we're structurally doing this differently uh than than, than a typical episode of star trek it's, yeah it's you know the humor is going to either land for you or it's not and the premise is either going to work for you or it's not um, but at least it's an interesting, like, fresh swing. Where I think when you look beyond that, that the problem with that run of episodes is it's a bunch of episodes that could work in any show. Like yeah. their their premises, their kinds of stories that you know would 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 probably with a few modifications work as Voyager episodes or as Next Generation episodes, as opposed to like really another thing we use a lot in talking about Star Trek is it those episodes don't capitalize on the premise of Enterprise very well. No, uh, where some. That's that's where I think some of these shows fall into traps. Yeah. Uh, um, but another run of Enterprise that I would credit is the end of season three. I think from Azadi Prime oh. all the way through to the end yeah. is really some of my favorite. I, I, when I get to that, I'm always like, this might be one of my favorite runs. Uh, it is one of my favorite runs. Um, mm-hmm. um, I think it's even tighter for me than even the last... I mean, you're not there yet, but the very end of Deep Space Nine has a similar kind of very crunched, like bang, 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 last eight, nine episodes. Uh, and there's some real high points there in that last run of Deep Space Nine episodes. And it ends really well. And it's got the, the added value of actually ending the show. It feels like there's a lot of payoff happening in that. But I think there are a couple episodes in that that dip a little bit mm-hmm. more than Enterprise dips at the end of its big run at the end of season three. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
think. What else do we got here? Another one. It's a short one, but I think one that always kind of pops into my mind. It's short. It's it's not. It's only three episodes, but it's three in a row of Voyager, uh, Darkling, Rise, and Favorite Son. But there's there's always people who like an yes. episode of one of the in that run. I will cite that, that at least for me, that is definitely a um, a tough go. Uh, of less great episodes so yeah um but yeah there's always um i'm just thinking off the top of my head trekkie rob loves yeah. favorite son and uh that yeah that's again and a testament to just because we don't like it that you you guys mm-hmm. don't you can like it. it's 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 mm-hmm. mileage may vary on everything but yeah that at least for my money and for me that's um that is a tough, yeah, that's a tough run for sure. That might be that might be my toughest run of three. Yeah, like that might be the most consecutive episodes of of a series that is that yeah. like swings and misses for yeah. me. But I, I like you were saying, I can think of I think all three of those episodes. I have a person in mind for all three of them. Yeah, that would defend the three of those episodes. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a different person in mind for each one. Yeah, so that's yeah, like you said, it's all subjective. Um, that's the thing too is is some of these runs um can really slow down a rewatch if i'm if i'm putting on the rewatch cap um uh and one thing that really does help me is hearing from you guys is hearing is is changing my perspective and our perspective on episodes and that's why we we want to do this and we want to um kind of push the notion of great and less great where we can still find some some really good stuff um uh, in 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 bad episodes, and I think um, Bill and I are working on a kind of a topic like that, where um, if how to how to um, find good stuff in bad kind of episode or less great episodes, episodes uh, that you don't care for as much. Yeah, yeah. So should be fun. That should be fun. I'm really looking forward to doing that. I yeah. think that'll be fun, and I think. Um, yeah, no, I, we talked about it last week. I think the, the, the biggest benefit to doing something like this and engaging with fans like we talked about last week is getting those different perspectives and mm-hmm. forcing myself to look at episodes through fresh eyes. And you know, these, these, these things change, too, as I think for me, speaking for myself, as I've aged, as I live different mm-hmm. you know, things in my life, experience yeah. new things and at different points in life, mm-hmm. uh, some of these episodes radically shift in, in terms of what I get out of them and how much I enjoy them. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we didn't talk about TOS. Did we? A little bit of season, season three. three. Yeah. But... Uh, that, season one, I remember my, my number one choice on that Trek, Trek Ranks episode. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Still go listen to it. I'll yeah. just throw it here because it's, it, I, I stand by it. Is uh, that early point in season one starts with, uh, if you're doing it in air date order which is a whole nother controversy, how to watch TOS. Yeah. Uh, the Corp of My Maneuver, Menagerie 1 and 2, Conscience of the King, Balance of Terror. Um, I think that run of five is so good. pretty pretty darn strong. You know, the Menagerie being, you know, such a key point in, in Trek, uh, with being self-aware with its continuity and mm-hmm. illustrating that this is a, a living, breathing world where people come and go and these ships have lineages and people who served on them before and people who've served on them for a long time. And now yeah. with discovery and like now that's even more enhanced, uh, you know, Corbin, my maneuver is 
you know, uh, Star Trek in a nutshell, I think. Um, if you wanted to you know, illustrate to somebody, like, what does Star Trek do? Like, what, what's, what's it do best? I think Core My Maneuver is like one of those examples. And Bounce of Terror, obviously, is just a flat out classic. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I think that's a really good run. I think Conscious of the King is underrated. That has its fans as well. Yeah. Um, so, lots of runs in TOS. Uh, the end lots of season of one, runs. I remember. Yeah, the the one that I that I wanted to do, kind of I alluded to this earlier with perspective, is season one of TOS ends with like Spacey, Taste for Armageddon, uh, Devil in the Dark, The Side of Paradise, Aaron of Mercy, City on the Edge of Forever. But like right in the middle of that is the alternative factor. So that's mm-hmm. the that's the run killer <laughs> for a lot yeah. of people. And you either have to forgive it and run with it, or you you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that, that's that's the hazard with looking at these runs. Sometimes you get you know a stinker like that right in the middle of it. Uh, but yeah, interesting way to look at episodes, though. Uh, it's definitely um, cool to, like you said, it's almost just like a fun game to like look at episode guides yeah. and think of, okay, I really love this one, and just kind of like look at what's around it mm-hmm. and see what uh, see if you can find runs that might not even come to mind. Right off the bat. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Any other thoughts? Uh, Anything else you want to throw out there? I don't think so. I mean, I feel like we could do runs all day um, of great and less great. But um, at the end of the day, it, it, it definitely it is subjective. And it's, it's how you feel in the episodes. Um, so at the end of the day, there... Star Trek episode is, is just as great. So, um, and any Star Trek episode is just great. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it was fun to um, kind of look at that, um, run these runs of episodes, and and kind of how it kind of it's it's there's so many variables that go into a run. Um, mm-hmm. If it's running congruent, it's running with another show, and how that kind of compares. Um, that's a whole other thing. Location, time, place. There's so many variables that, that go into kind of a run of episodes. Um, even the even the viewer, uh, uh, you guys, the audience, and, and Bill and I. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was just fun to kind of, um, again, uh, I think it's anytime we can look at Star Trek differently and look at it in a, in a different light and shed some light on some um, a bunch of episodes, I think it's always a great time. So. Totally agree. I think a good maybe little cousin of this episode in our backlog might be the Whiplash episodes. Like this is the this is the interesting runs. Whiplash is great, and then followed immediately by you know something radically different quality wise. Um, and yeah. both again really fun topics. I think to look at your own taste and you know look at the wall of episode t- titles and yeah. You know, challenge yourself to like look at them differently and Mm -hmm. find interesting things to talk about yeah Yeah. I think that about do it yeah I think we'll wrap it up here we'll be back I believe next week right yeah yeah we'll have have a new episode next week Um, and looking forward to it as always can't wait to get back on the rewatch train hopefully we'll have more to talk about on that front as well yeah Um, and uh Live long and prosper. Have a good week, everybody. Yep. Thanks for watching, everybody. Take care. Hey, this is Trek Live Dan again. Like I said before, the discussion does not have to stop here. Come over to our Twitter. 
Facebook and our Discord channel to keep the Star Trek discussion alive. See you guys next time.